Hello once again everyone, thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card Is Going To Change. Before we get into this week's episode, we of course want to give a shout out to our sponsors that uh, are helping us bring this bring this podcast back to you. It's been over a month, well over a month, uh, maybe almost, almost two months. Almost two months. <laughs> Not a lot of sponsorship dollars coming in. Not a lot of sponsorship dollars, but, uh, you know, shout out to people who helped us previously. Uh, shout out to, uh, Smoking Jays is one that I think we, we don't often give him the proper respect due on this show. I will say this about Smoking Jays. Uh, going forward, Smoking Jays will be available uh, for the foreseeable future at the Odeon events. There you go. Especially until we get this pizza situation under control, which we could probably address <laughs> here shortly. <laughs> we'll get into the pizza situation. We know it's been a while. We currently don't have a pizza sponsor. Uh, you know, thanks to anybody who's ever contributed, as we always say, Pollyanna DIY, uh, Sean Jaundice at Voodoo Monkey Tattoo, Thrift I met, Store I met, met Pollyanna DIY. I met him. For, for the first time, I met him at Toy Ohio. He was there. How but was like, that? Well, uh, probably not too good because I was super hungover and I was carrying boxes and I was uh, <laughs> two hours late. And I was like, hey, "What's up, man? I have no idea where I'm going." But I didn't meet him. Oh, there you go. While I was trying not to vomit on expensive toys, <laughs> which is a whole other thing we'll probably have to get into too. Yeah, we should get into that. Uh, so thanks to Pollyanna DIY, Thrift Store Jobber, Sean John is Voodoo Monkey Tattoo, and uh, yeah, we said Smoking Jays. Oh, of course, Smart Mark Video and IWTV, this great merger. Thanks to that merger, watching AIW has never been easier. You can purchase AIW DVDs, MP4s from SmartMarkVideo.com, the entire AIW archive in terms of things that have been recorded are there at smartmarkvideo.com or go to IWTV, sign up independentwrestling.tv use the code absolute so that they know we sent you and uh, watch not just AIW but countless hours of all sorts of other independent wrestling promotions and you can of course watch the entire series of Go For Broke uh, our episodic show 10 episodes which then all lead into next week's uh july 30th the chandler biggins memorial tournament i'm looking at the reports right now you guys have not been watching aiw uh hello whiskers welcome back to the podcast Whiskers, not happy about it you guys have not been watching aiw in the month of july on uh, iwtv because uh we're down about uh Oh, I'd say a thousand hours viewed. <laughs> so get to it. And you should. You you need to because you you really should. If you've not watched Go for Broke, uh, I encourage you to sign up for IWTV. Look, it's it's nine ninety nine a month. So not only sign up, so not only sign up, not only sign up. Watch AW on a loop until the end of the month because wow, I've not looked at this. Much like apparently you guys have not <laughs> looked, looked at this app in a month. Uh, ooh. Man, these are go, these go are, back, check it out. These are our worst, num- worst numbers of all time. Worst. I mean, how many days are left in the month? Not too many. 
Well, we did spoil people with things to watch, though. You know, in April they had two two shows. Uh, plus, Go for Broke started, so there was that. Go for Broke taking you into May and uh, in June, and we had our show, of course, uh, in June. So there was that to watch as well. We you know it's a. Uh, I guess that wasn't that long ago. Well, it's been a month. June, 17th June eighteenth. June eighteenth was our, June right? 18th was our yeah. last show. June eighteenth. Yes. Yeah, you're right. June eighteenth, Friday, June eighteenth. So as we were recording this, we're like a month f- removed from from that last show. Major announcement. Uh, sorry, folks, but listen, we're giving you something to watch. July thirtieth. It is going to be a hell of a show, but for you to really be invested in it you need to go to iwtv and watch go for broke 10 episodes they're all less than an hour uh yeah if you haven't watched it you really probably have you probably really have no idea why who's in the chandler biggins memorial tournament is even in it and why things are seated the way they are right i mean yeah like so, you know if you want to know how we arrived at these 10 names uh then you know you have to go back and watch it yeah you're probably sitting here you're like whoa how the hell did razor sharp get in this tournament well you got to go back and watch i'm wondering that myself find out how razor sharp that's with you (laughs) wondering that one myself (laughs) you you know you uh let's get into it steve come on like like, let's Let's get into it. We get we haven't been talking. We might have to make this a two hour today. We haven't we haven't been on it. We got a lot to get two, into. Two months, two months. We yo can I'm, I'm gonna say this. This is gonna maybe this is this is a uh, uh I don't know uh, polar polarizing statement that I'm about to say. Oh jeez, I got plenty with, of those to make that I probably fans. shouldn't today. Well. Well, folks, the July 30th after party will oh. be at Dive Bar in yeah. downtown Cleveland. Some people didn't like that. <laughs> Here's the thing. I understand. Well, let's get into let, let's get into early. let's get into why the after party location has has been juggled around a bit. Uh All right, obvi- let's talk about this. Obviously, so we, ha- we have obviously, a sponsor. Well, not even that. Uh, we can even take it back to Good Company, right? Good Company, our good friend Jonah, sure, uh, part owner, was also you know uh, general managing the establishment uh, at the time. He's uh, now he he really is just a a part owner. He has really no influence on the day to day operation at, at Good Company. Could we get back in there? Maybe, maybe not. But they like aren't even open to full capacity yet and they're not open they're only open like three days a week i think uh so you know mm-hmm. off the table right <clears throat> plus it's kind of a small place uh i don't know you know if they want you know 200 people showing up at their place uh during covid you know what i mean even in the kind of you know, coming out on the other end of COVID, like uh, they still, you know, they're, they're very uh, preca- taking precaution. Precautious is that a word? Precautious taking precautions. 
uh, I don't know if precautious is a word. I'll have to look that up. But uh, so, you know, that's that's off the table. Jonah uh, opening a new restaurant, Heart of Gold. Same kind of thing. Not You know, they're open, but I don't know. You know, they want 200 people showing up as of right now. Uh, you know, probably in the future, that is on the table. Uh, we are approached by a nice gentleman, uh, the manager of the Great Road Tavern, <coughs> for our April events once we learn that the Angelos thing is blown up. Uh, because our hook up there, we, yeah, we don't no even need to get into all that, but, uh, he's gone. He no longer <laughs> works there. Uh, he no longer works there and we have no connection there anymore. Uh, so we make an announcement. Uh, this gentleman approaches, uh, you know, sends us a, a message on Instagram says, Hey, I'm the manager of great and road tavern. Uh, what can I do for you? I'd love to help you guys out. So, you know, for the April events, you know, we, we tell them, you know, we, if he can, if he can provide us with X amount of pizzas, we'll, you know, bring the after parties there. (coughs) It's all, you know, it's all good. It's great Uh, relationship. We're in there with Tommy Rich. Things are going good. I, uh, so it's two birds with one stone situation, right? You know, we have an after party spot. We have a pizza sponsor. What more could you ask for? Uh, so we talk about June eighteenth. It's all good. Same deal. Set up. We say you know uh, the the precautions for bars and everything are are gone. So we, we're going to put our best foot forward. We're going to promote it for them. You know because the after party wasn't even really for June or for the April shows was just kind of for the wrestlers. You know, there wasn't like a, Hey, everybody come to the great road tavern. You know, it was just kind of very low key. A couple people, you know, heard through the grapevine and and showed up, but it wasn't like a full go. A to be fan after party. It was mainly for, for the wrestlers and the staff. So this time we say, Hey, we're going to put our best foot forward. We're going to pack this place. You know, you guys are going to make a shit ton of money. Guys, like, all good. Love it. Let's do it. Same deal. I'll give you guys some pizzas. You guys bring me the after party. Okay? Send, uh, uh, it's it's worked out. I, I believe uh, Artie Mack is the, the new uh, logistics manager of the AIW students. Uh, so he, he sends a, a, a young, young student. He's uh, only been training for a few months to go pick these pizzas up. And they go, no, that order was canceled. So he's he doesn't know. And he's just like, sends a message like, hey, they said this order is canceled. I said, no, you got to say it's in my name. He goes and says, hey, this is the order for John Thorne. And they say, yeah, that order is canceled. <laughs> and uh, I was just like, there's no way. Like, I just talked to this guy yesterday. Like it's all it's all set up. He gave, he told me what time to have somebody there. It's all it's all good. So I'm trying to get a hold of this guy. Meanwhile, doors have opened for the show. Uh, yeah, doors have opened <laughs> for the show, and uh, we have no pizza. And I get a hold of this guy, 
And he's like, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, I'm working at the other bar because these people, they own a few bars in the area. He's like, oh, I'm at the other one, but I set everything up. It's all good. They come out and they tell the student that the owner specifically said that this order is canceled and we are not getting any pizzas. Uh, So we're like, "Uh, what? Like, and I tell this guy that. And he's trying to call the owner. He says, they're not talking to him. They're not picking up his phone calls. And, uh, you know, the, the AW student that's there is just, like, told, like, you have to leave. You're not getting any of these pizzas, no matter what. Uh, <laughs> they're, like, it was bizarre. It's totally bizarre. Like, I, and, and still to this day, I have really no ex- explanation for why they did it. Uh so I believe the one explanation that I did hear was that someone was convincing the owner that he wasn't going to be able to make the money back. That's there very was possible. No way we could possibly bring in enough business for the after party that he would make the money back from the pizzas. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Uh because at the last after party, I was—I mean, I was just throwing twenty-dollar bills at the bartender because he was being so mean to everybody, telling them, to, you know, relax. So, you know, they made plenty of money that night. They were going to make so much more. They're going to make—I mean, ten times the amount of money on the eighteenth. Yeah. So anyway, I'm like, well, what the fuck do we do? Uh, I like open my wallet. I have like eighty bucks in there. I grab Coach Jim. And I say, you know, or, or otherwise known as referee Porter O'Shea, and I say, go find a Giorgio's or a Little Caesars or something and get as many pieces as this will get you. Uh, so he goes and does that. Meanwhile, I take like the Great and Road after party flyer and I say, canceled. And, you know, I just say this, the after party's canceled tonight. <laughs> uh,. Maybe this isn't that interesting to people, but this is kind of, you know, how we're getting to, you know, arriving at this new after party location. So I just write canceled. You know, the doors are open. We have no pizza, no after party, which honestly, the after party, least really the least of my concerns, you know, to be honest, you know, like it's like we we have a, a show yeah. to, to get through as well. And fans are already coming in. Uh, so we have a comment that's like why don't you have it at dive bar and i'm kind of like yeah okay like dive bar would never fucking host an after party it's like a you know a very popular establishment in downtown cleveland and like then like the person's like i am the owner of dive bar i have tickets to the to your show i'm in the i'm inside the odeon and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, like, what? Like, why is the owner of Dive Bar in, in the crowd at AIW? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, okay. So so I, I say, yeah. I leave a comment. I say, find the ring announcer and, you know, tell him, you, you know, tell him whatever you have to say. Because doors are open. I'm trying to get things ready for the show to start. And I guess that's where you, you take over. So, yeah, so here's how everything kind of comes together. A, so the owner of Die Bar, his name is Justin. Justin also owns multiple establishments within the Northeast Ohio area. And uh, I 
met him and have known him for years uh, from back when I used to work for Crave Vodka, which was a small vodka company that was in Cleveland years ago. And uh, so I knew him through that. And on top of that, the guy that does the lighting at the Odeon, Matt, also has like this business where he brings in lighting and audio for DJ stuff and does all of that at Dive Bar. And then on top of all this, Justin also grew up with The Miz. And through The Miz has become good friends with Matt Cardona. And that is why he's at AIW, is to see Matt Cardona and hang out with him. Because they're and, friends, and I, they, uh, I believe they went one to of Cedar other Point. Buddies, they went to yeah. Cedar Point like two days later. They went to Cedar Point. They did. And oh, by the way, I was invited to go on that trip. But I had to politely decline because it was on Father's Day. Uh, so, you know, one of one of their other friends, one of uh, Justin and Mrs. friends, comes to AIW regularly, by the way. Uh, he's come to quite a few shows. Uh, but there was a contingent of them that came on this night to see Matt Cardona. And, uh, yeah, I didn't realize that all this stuff was happening on the Facebook thing. And then you just you uh, send me a text like, Hey, the owner of Dive Bar, or whatever I guess, is here and is coming back to talk to you. Set up this after party, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I know him. Great, sure." Comes back, and he's like, "Oh, Steve, yeah, Steve guy, hey, what's up? Whatever, cool." And we set this whole thing up, and he's like, "Look, we are slower during the summer months, so if you guys need help and you need a place for your fans and the wrestlers to go." Would love to have you. It's not going to be as crowded as it usually is. And because that was our concern. Our fans who were like, hey, Dive Bar is not a place that we would typically hang out. We understand that. And it was a conversation that I had. But because and what did I, and it was a conversation, it was, it was a very large concern with mine. And I said, hey, I have a few things that need to be put on the docket here no dress code, no cover charge. And I'm wearing flip-flops. They better let me in. (laughs) All of this was mentioned. All of this was uh, said, okay, you know, let these, uh, let us know at the door that uh, you're with the wrestling after party. It was a whole thing. We made it happen and people got in. Some of you showed up before we got there. And I think that I get that our fans, it is like a family. It's a group thing. and, And you like to be where you know people and, we did go there. I mean, we ended up rolling 40, 50 people deep, I think, still to this after party once we got there. And what I think what a lot of people didn't realize is that Dive Bar hadn't opened yet because they do open a little bit later. And some people got there. Uh, John Thorne, you were in there with some of the guys. They let you guys in early while doors were still closed <laughs> and you got drinks. Well, yeah. So, I don't know. They that. took us in this back door, this weird back way. And... Mm-hmm. Like, we all were given kind of first dibs around the bar stools and everything else. Uh, and then, you know, they were giving us free drinks, and it was like, oh, this is cool. Like, this, is, this place is just, like, closed, you know? And then, yeah. like, I don't know, after, like, a half hour, they, like, opened this garage door up, and, like, peop- like regular people came in. They had them, like, in a separate room, you know, like with like, separated by this, like garage door it was it was so it was it was uh, i i just have to say my favorite part though is the fact that like 
there was a DJ that in there and like every 15 minutes he would just go hey I dub in the building and it was so funny to me <laughs> I don't know why but it was just killing me every time he did it uh and I listen dive bar ain't a place uh, chance dive bar ain't the, ain't my first place to go either uh you know I think people are pretty aware of that I will say it was easily one of the funnest after parties that have has ever happened. Oh, before we even get to the dive bar thing, though, I forgot. I said, Steve, call the fun house. And the fun house was like, no, we can't handle that kind of crowd. They said, no, we can't handle it. Yeah. They, they said, no. Yeah. I talked to, uh, the fun house owner and, uh, it's just, they had been so crowded and he's still trying to figure out staffing. It's a lot of places are. Um, and he just knew that they, they couldn't handle it, which I appreciate. We still listen. We still love the fun house. We will tell you all to go to the fun house all the time because they've always been so great to us. But we have. But I mean, we have, uh, we have a great relationship. I, I just wanted, there where, I just like, wanted to put it out there. Out, they would. I just wanted to put it out there that that was like, OK, we're we just tried. fucking going to the fun house and we were going to do it yeah. for nothing. You know, no deal, no nothing, you know, because listen, typically like spoiler alert. When there's an after party, it's not like uh, to go drink. It's like a sponsored type of thing to where they contribute money towards the company uh, in exchange for us bringing them business. You know, it's like a kind of an exchange of services. So just to make everybody happy because everyone was so excited that there was finally an official after party in the books with Great Road getting canceled. I said, fuck it. We're not going to find anything, you know, like let's just call the fun house, tell the fun house we're coming and uh, you know, everyone will have a good time. They were like, no, we don't want you guys to come here. We can't handle the capacity. So yeah. dive bar asks, what do you guys usually get? And it's told and they said, no problem. Yep. You know, like no problem, like unadvertised. They didn't care. They were just like, no problem. Uh, which, you know, listen, you're not a dive bar person, that's fine. But they they really bailed us out when we were like, you know, kind of like, kind of fucked. Yeah. Uh, you know, like it, it, it definitely helps. And they bought, they bought so many people free drinks. So many fans got free drinks. Uh, like people in mm-hmm. the bar were buying us drinks because they were treating us like we were fucking smackdown was in town or something you know what i mean they didn't know people were just like send drinks to the wrestlers <laughs> and it was that like was happening yeah and then there was uh, there w- there was a fan that found out he could get bottle service and then that happened yeah i mean listen i understand that some people went early they were like oh i don't want to be here and left but it was really the whole an entire half of this establishment was just aw people and fans. Uh, so it was no different than any other after party. There was just a DJ it really, you know, and there's a lot, of, there was a lot of people in yeah. side, but they weren't necessarily near us. You know, there was like a whole other kind of dance area in the other part of the building that we weren't really in. Which, well, we did go to, there was a, there was a dance circle that happened. Uh, that was, there was a lot that happened at the AIW after party at dive bar. Like you said, it, it really is. I mean, hands down, one of the funnest after parties that we have ever had. (laughs) And uh, what I'll say is this is like, you know, it is great to go to some of these other bars 
very low key bar. That's typically the type of bar that brings us in. You know, good company, obviously a little different scenario. It's more of a restaurant than a bar, you know. So we would really, you know, come in and it would be a different scene than is usually there. Funhouse, you know, at the time before COVID was just kind of like a little, you know, hidden gem bar, you know, outside of Lakewood. Uh, you know, same with some yeah. of the other places we've gone. Dive bar does not it does not need us. You know what I mean? It is a legit club, like essentially a club in the middle of downtown Cleveland, and they welcomed us. They met all of our you know kind of requests. You know, I won't call them demands, but uh, <laughs> they kind of came through with us. You know, when we needed, and it was it was fun and. Uh, you know, having, having acceptance in a place like that, you know, I understand a lot of people are like, eh, what, you know, that's not your type of people, but having acceptance in a place like that kind of, you know, raises the stock of AIW a bit, you know, among the city and, you know, it, it kind of makes us appear, you know, to be a bigger deal to, the average, you know, the average person that's not a hardcore fan. And that's no disrespect to the hardcore fans. You know, it just creates a different kind of perception for the people that aren't supporting us, which maybe they will. And I know that sounds silly to some people, but it's true. Like the perception of the way that that bar treated us and treated all of the wrestlers, you know, really kind of raised the stock to some people that were like, hey, what is it you guys do? You know, like there was a lot of that type of stuff, you know, and like, uh, hey, if, you know, we got two yeah. new fans out of it, worth it. Yeah, there was a lot of, you guys had a wrestling show where? Down at the Odeon. The Odeon? Right down in the flats? Yeah, right down there in the flats. They have wrestling shows there? Yeah, that was us. Oh, wow, that's really cool. Great. Hey, man, here's what our name is. Find us on social media. Oh, I'm going to follow you right now. Cool. This is when our next event is, and and it goes from there. And yeah, dive bar there. So it was accommodating. Really, it was really like a, almost like except, it, I mean, almost like a weird community outreach type of thing. You know, like just in <laughs> yeah. listen. I don't. I understand some of those people aren't your type of people if you come to AW. but like you know, we're coming out of COVID. You know, and just because we're quote unquote selling out, like we're selling out because we're still doing restrictive ticketing you know like in Mm -hmm. six months if we're still only selling 175 tickets that's a problem you know and like that is going to be a problem going forward as far as bringing in you know top tier talent and all these other things you know what i mean like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things that are going on that like everyone's like man AW is looking great right now, but like when you boil down the metrics of it all and like, you know, if we put no restrictions on it, what would we be selling out? Probably not. You know what I mean? And so it is uh, right now the, there's a lot of kind of trial and error. So any little bit that we can do to kind of continue to raise our stock and, you know, get a couple extra bucks coming into the company it's really it, it's paramount right now because you know there's going to be a time where you know people want that top tier talent not saying that we don't have the top tier talent but people are going to want to continuously see that top tier talent and as more shows open up across the country there's going to be 
a very competitive market for you know uh, that that top talent. Yeah, uh, look, dude, Justin Summers was in the dive bar, and he's not a guy that would seek out going to the dive bar, and uh, he had a great time. Alabama so, Dan was when in. We're there. talking about hardcore fans. Alabama Dan thought it was a blast. I mean, you just be patient. We're not always at the uh, after party right away because we have things to take care of and do. But it's all going to be cool. And and listen, we're not asking you remember, to go- uh, one of your favorite parts of that night. Well, no, I don't remember too much about that night. But we're not asking you to go there on a <laughs> night that we're not there either. You know what I mean? Like we're asking you to go there when we're there. Yeah, if you don't want right. you don't want to go there. Don't go there on any other night. Uh, I was going to say, so at one point you and I are standing there talking and the owner comes up to me and, uh, and, and shakes my hand and says, thanks again for coming here. And I said, Hey, thanks for having us and everything. And then he walks away and I tell you guys, Oh, this is the owner. And I said, here you go. And you're like, what's this? Like, Oh, he just, he just handed me the money. Oh, I saw. Your mind I, was blown that he did I the saw old that, school handshake. Deal. I saw it. I saw it happen. I saw it happen. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> but it was right when we got there. You know, like that's the thing too. Like he didn't even know if anyone was going to show up. You know, it was like is is very early on when we got there. He was just like, "Here you go. Here's the money." You know, he didn't care. And like, also, yeah. he bought tickets to the show. It, it helps that we. Uh, Right, right. It, it helps that we've got, I mean, we definitely have um, credibility with him because it's like I have a prior relationship. Matt, the guy who does the lighting at the Odeon, uh, has a current working relationship with them. I was just there uh, last weekend, hammered out the details for us to be back on July the 30th. And uh, yeah, so, we, we, you know. It's going to be good. We're going to be good to go. It'll be a great time. You really, people, don't sleep on coming to the after party if you want to have more fun. Yeah, give it. A, you know, give it a chance. That's 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 all I got to say is you know stick it out and then you know if you don't like it, you don't like it. Uh, I it certainly wasn't my first choice. I'll say that. And uh, I ended up having a real good time in there <laughs> because it was just you know us, but it was like. There was a club DJ too, uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know, it is, it is what it is. And then you know, uh, I will say, uh, as far as I know, there will be no after party after the Saturday event uh, in Ashtabula County because I don't know anything that is even exists out there. To be perfectly honest, I yeah. So I don't know. Let's. I think we've talked about this before, but we can kind of clarify a little bit more. So Godfather slash Papa Shango, he will be there. But this is it's an AIW show, but it's not an AIW show. If that makes sense, like we 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 are bought entertainment at this show. Yeah. So we are we are essentially. Uh, being brought in, you know, like a touring band or something. They said, yeah, here is what we will, we will pay you all in um, to run your show. And, uh, you know, we're running the show. It's going to be ran like a regular AIW show once it starts. But all the other stuff, 
Uh, we really don't know, you know, we don't know what time we're starting, uh, as of yet. Uh, I, I would guess around 4 PM. Um, I know that they have hired some bands. So there's some vendors, there's a, a bunch of food trucks coming in. I don't know what else they have planned as of now. Uh, I do know that the Godfather is going to sign and do photo ops as the Godfather and and he will also uh, do full paint and take take photos and sign as Papa Shango as well. <coughs> that is more or less part of the festival part of the day. Um, so, you know, I told them to try to lock that up, you know, butt that up as close to the AW show as possible. Um, and, you know... We're going to give you, you know, your your regular, you know, probably two and a half hour, three hour AIW show. I think there's eight or nine matches set as of right now. Um, it is outside. I will say that it is it is outside. Um, I have from what I understand, they are putting floor seating around the ring and then their the general emission seats are co- are a little bit far away from the ring it's like a grandstand area at the county fairgrounds in ashtabula so i would recommend probably springing for the floor seats if you want to be anywhere close to the ring from you know we didn't we didn't design the ticketing we didn't we aren't doing the ticketing i don't know how much ticketing is left i i know nothing about any of that stuff um, but you know, they are, you know, they stepped up and they wanted, uh, to hire us for the day. And, uh, you know, they aren't, you know, skimping on, on the budget. We're going to put a, put a really good show forward. Uh, and yeah, you know, it's, it's, I'm excited to to do another double shot weekend to, to be perfectly honest, because I thought when we did it in April, it was, it was a ton of fun. It is a lot of fun, and I mean, maybe it's because we've had, uh, I mean, largely a year off, and uh, we all haven't been around each other very much. So maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's fun to, to just do the whole weekend and, and do things like that. And we have another double shot weekend coming up in uh, at the end of in August. August, too. Yeah. It, yeah. We, we have, uh, <coughs> well, let's just break down kind of the schedule leading up to that. So we have uh, July 30th at the Odeon. Only general admission tickets remaining. All the floor seating is gone. July 31st, I don't think they're doing any ticketing restrictions. Um, not sure what ticket levels remain, uh, but it's, I mean, I'm going to try to try to load it up. We just announced... Uh, Tim Downs versus Ethan Wright as the first matchup uh, announced for for that show. So I don't, but I don't know what's left and what's not left for that event. Uh, August fourteenth, we will be at the North Canton Street Festival, which is another uh, kind of you know bringing us in as entertainment gig. Uh, f- totally free admission. Uh, as of right now, it is going to be. Two shows, one at four and one at six. Uh, we are possibly going to add more earlier in the day. Uh, just waiting back for confirmation on that. Uh, but it that one is totally free. 
Uh, so anyone anyone can come to that uh, and just kind of hang out. It's like a you know it's a street festival. There'll be all kinds of stuff going on there. Uh, and then August twenty eighth, we are back at the Odeon with Danhausen returning. Um, limited floor seating available for that one already, just based on uh, going on sale last week. Uh, I think front row there's two left as of this recording. Um, and then August 28th, new location uh, at the first stop Parma for Russell Rager. Uh, all tickets are general admission, 25 bucks. Bring your own chair if you want, stand if you want. Um, Going to be very similar to the Russell Rager events of the past, just in a different area, uh, right off of 480 on State Road in Parma, Ohio. And then 910 back at the Odeon. Tickets on sale on Patreon. That's a lot. There you go. If you're not a Patreon, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you should probably get on top of that. patreoncom wrestling and you can get tickets earlier than everybody else. You can guarantee yourself first row, second row, whatever seats that you want to get for the events at the Odeon. And, uh, of course, everything else, just guarantee, make sure that you get seats for these ones that are general admission. <coughs> oh, I guess... Uh, I'll, like Russell Rager. Let me, uh, let me break that down, cause yeah. just so people aren't confused, because, you know, I did put it on social media earlier this week, but pre-COVID... We sold front row and stage seating, and then it's a free-for-all for every other seat in the place. Um, during COVID, you know, in these kind of transition shows that we've been doing, we experimented with, you know, per-row seating. So going forward, we are going to sell per-row, you know, as well as, you know, on the stage. Um and then, so, first row, second row, third row, and then on the stage, first row on the stage, and then there are two general admission uh, rows on the stage, which are, you know, those seats are first come, first serve for the people that purchase that ticket level. Um, everything else, you know, every seat is going to kind of be, it's going to be sold moving forward instead of a free-for-all, everyone run and try to grab a seat. Um, so first through third row on the floor will be sold. Uh, there will be no rows beyond that. Uh, if there is an, if those sell out, then we will possibly add standing room only tickets available for each of the shows, but we're not going to do that unless there's a demand for it. And also are we, um, I think that you said this on social media, uh, it kind of glossed over here, but uh, we're, we're not going to stick to the groupings of two and four. No, no I've, I'm eliminating all the ticket the ticket grouping. Uh, everything is a single ticket now. Uh, we added in. We've added more seats per row available. Uh, it's more than what we've been having per row during kind of the COVID transition type of shows. But it is less than what we would we would have had um, previously, you know, pre-COVID. So, for an example, 
you know, pre-COVID, we would have 60 front row seats. Uh, now we're going to have 50 front row seats going forward. Uh, so, you know, <coughs> about 10 less so people can still have some room to kind of spread out a little bit uh, and not be, you know, jammed in there right on top of each other. So there you go. That's important to note, folks. Um, you know, let's what what else? Uh, really, what else we talk about? I mean, let's talk about. Let's go back to July thirtieth here, real quick. Let's talk about that. Uh, although I do want to say one thing. We announced this Danhausen thing, and uh, can some of you AIW fans just do us a solid and uh, <laughs> defend us out there? There are a lot of people I'm noticing on social media who are like, "Oh man, Danhausen's finally coming to Cleveland." And it's like. Oof. What? Like, have you never listened to this guy on a podcast? He talks about AIW all the time as a place that helped make him. But, you know. But it's stuff, like, it's stuff like that to where I feel we need to do these, like, weird different things to kind of reach more of the, the obscure yeah. or average fan in the Cleveland area. Because I saw a ton of people that were like, holy shit, Danhausen in Cleveland. And it's just like, what? This guy's been here for, like, five years. <laughs> I mean, maybe not that long, but he's been here since Mount Carmel. You know I know. What I, mean? I would, I would say, yeah, I would say that it's probably close to five years. Yeah. So it's just, I it, think 2016, he started coming around. It's just crazy to me, you know. But that is why it's like, oh yeah, AW is like the top of Cleveland or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? But there's still so many Cleveland wrestling fans out there. That have no idea we exist, you know. So every little bit we can do yeah. to to continue to reach those people, because you know, not everyone comes to every single show. So it is always good yeah. that you know, if fifty people are like, oh, "I'm skipping that one," to hopefully have a a pool of fifty others that aren't skipping it. You know, like like I said, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, absolutely. You know, I am a little worried. You know, based on how things are going, like yeah, you know, we're selling these these shows and uh, ticket ticket pricing is has been increased from what it was pre-covid so that's kind of helping a little bit but you know can we can we even sell 300 tickets i don't know you know like i really don't i, I really don't know if right now we could sell 300 tickets for 20 bucks you know like well, so july, yeah prove me wrong on july 31st honestly yeah july well, July thirtieth. I mean, yeah. Well, July thirtieth is, is limited. Is the big, you know, festival, July yeah. July thirtieth is limited. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So August, you know, I'm still, August prove us wrong. Yeah, I'm still. Well, I'm still keeping them. You know, uh, around. Uh, so the the thirtieth I have set up for one seventy five. Um. You know, and I would be willing to push that to two hundred, if those GAs sell, mm-hmm. and. Okay. The the shows going forward, I have set up for two hundred. You know, the shows in in August in September, I have set up for two hundred tickets. So, you know, a, a gradual scale up, which some people are kind of like mad, like go full capacity, but it's like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you go f- full capacity and you're not selling it, then you know, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. But where where are we at with tickets on July thirtieth? We're doing all right. We're doing okay. You know, we're 
we're at like 115 tickets or something. Uh, so, okay. you know, like it's still a while to go to hit that 175. Um, yeah, let's get people there. Let's go, folks. We are uh, less than two weeks out from that. And July 30th, for those who don't know, aside from being the Chandler Biggins Memorial Tournament, part of why we settled on this date is because July 30th uh, would be Chandler's 39th birthday. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I was very, this, I was I was very like firm on this date needing to be this date, um, because you know I was I was just thinking about this and I was trying to think of a way to discuss it and you know we've we've done Chandler Biggins Memorial things in the past but they were never what they should have been or could have been because it was just like I know we should be doing this but I it was still always still a little, I don't know, too fresh in everyone's head to really buckle down and like come up with something that was deserving, if that makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. And I th- think finally, you know, like with this go for broke concept and how we arrived at this, I feel like it, it is really what he would want it to be and it is something focusing on pretty much you know students coming out of the school in the local wrestling Cleveland wrestling scene uh, and putting a focus on on that and uh, I think you know this year it finally feels right and that's why I was so adamant on you know making it on his birthday and you know, really trying to finally connect all the dots on on this. You know, and I'm not saying that the previous Chandler Biggins incarnations weren't meaningful. I'm just saying, like, they weren't what they should have been because I don't think any of us could could have sat down and focused and said, "How do we really?" How do we really do this for Chandler? Uh, because, you know, it's just, it, it it's, it's honestly, it's a weird thing to sit and talk about. It's a weird thing to sit and try to develop. And I think, you know, through COVID and all the other stuff, it kind of finally gave us all that chance to, to process a lot of different things. And uh, especially that and, and, and get to where, we we can provide a, a tournament that is, you know, on par with what he would want it to be. Yeah, this is, um, this is much more of a proper tribute to uh, Chandler than. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. It's not that the other ones weren't proper tributes because honestly, like you know, like the tag tournament was a solid tribute because you're looking at you know the last tag tournament that we did in uh 2019 was a great collection of tag teams who had a connection to him but we're getting to that point where a lot of the 
veteran wrestlers that had a connection to him aren't aren't here as much anymore. You know, they, they've they moved on to bigger companies and done other other things. But so then, it's, where do we go from there? And obviously, Chandler with a huge hand in developing what the AIW Academy was to become. What better way to, you know, pay tribute to him than have this tournament that that really showcases what AIW has always been about, which has been cultivating talent, and here specifically, for the most part, talent from its own school. Well, and it's if it's not, you know, I think what what are <laughs> there's two people not from the school, uh, but they are Ohio based. You know, razor sharp mm-hmm. obviously is something that Chandler would be full on board for. Uh, yeah, and you know, Ethan Wright is somebody that Chandler would certainly be a fan of, based on you know how he developed yep. through Go for Broke. Uh, the rest is you know homegrown AIW born and bred students, um, and I, I and just think. Well, yeah, and but the Duke is, you know, for better or worse, <laughs> an AIW product. Whether we want to we want to claim it or he wants to claim it, uh, it is what it is at this point. We're just too connected in history. Uh, so yeah, you know, I just think that it right now is, you know, it feels right. It feels like the right thing to do. Uh, being able to ho- hold the event on his birthday. <coughs> You know his family being in attendance. Um, I, I, you know, I, I just think it's it's the perfect storm for this to, you know, hopefully become you know a standalone uh, attraction. You know, for people to celebrate his life and celebrate his contributions to you know the world of wrestling in the Cleveland area, and well, you know, I, I guess around the globe. You know what I mean, like. Uh, not yeah. only Cleveland, but uh, yeah, it's just I don't know. It just felt like felt like the right thing to do, and uh, you know, I guess you could say that the dive bar after party will be the Chandler Briggins birthday party. Uh, so maybe we'll get <laughs> maybe we'll get Patty down there. Yeah, we're gonna look. We're gonna party all night. We're gonna celebrate Biggins. If you've ever been a fan of AIW, if you've ever been a fan of this podcast, because Biggins was on it. And you haven't gotten your tickets yet. Uh, and you've always wondered, well, what can I do to kind of pay my respects and, and uh, show my appreciation for what he gave to the world of wrestling? That's what this is all about. That's what this night is about. Uh, it's it's styled in a way. Go for Broke even was kind of styled in a way. There were a lot of times in configuring Go for Broke that we sat here and we said, oh, Chandler would love if we did this. And if we went this direction with it. So even, I, I mean, the matchups, like you said, Razor Sharp being in there, uh, I think Biggins would just love and he would think is great. Uh, the Duke, you got to have the Duke in there because Biggins would love to be yelling at him during the course of this. So it's it's all really built with him in mind. And uh, come come party with us. Come celebrate this guy and get a what I think is going to be a really fantastic uh, showcase of what AIW has in terms of homegrown talent. 
Yeah, and you know we're gonna uh, be all hungover and head to Ashabula first thing in the morning. So, if anyone's with looking the Godfather, at, though. Yeah, with the Godfather. So that's a whole different kind of hungover. Which, which, oh yeah. Oh, by the way, you, uh, this will be finally your first meeting with him. Yeah, I did not get to meet him when he was here. So I'm looking forward to that. that. Was, uh, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm looking forward to, you know, just uh, getting back at it. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. Uh, wasn't July 30th? The tickets are on sale. Uh, if you go to airwrestling.com, you can buy tickets there. And for everything else, go to patreon.com/airwrestling. Sign up for Patreon. Uh, that's where tickets are on sale at the moment. So who knows what's going to be available once they are released to the general public. So if you some want stuff, to get them ahead some stuff's of time, on some stuff's on sale. So if you go to airwrestling.com, you'll see what is available mm-hmm. to the general public right now. So almost everything. Sign there up for that go. email. Sign up for that email list. Uh, if you don't want to do the Patreon early bird special tier, and uh, you know. I don't know. You know, it's been a while. I'm kind of out of the out of the podcast podcast. Uh, I, I don't know. I just feel I feel in a weird mood tonight. My cat yelling at me. I guess you know. Yeah, you're getting hollered at. Uh, I I will say this in closing on my part. Uh, us being out of the podcast game is is largely due to me. Uh, I am now partially somewhat a, a homeowner so uh there's been a lot of transitioning <laughs> a lot of work to do but uh i'm ready i'm set up we'll be back in this game we'll be available to you guys going forward and ready to rock and roll yeah going forward we're ready to rock but uh yeah i'll tell you you want to you want to talk to me about home ownership and uh be a part of the landscaping conversations that i have with uh, josh goldstein uh, feel free to hit me up and find me on July 30th. Uh, not during the show or before, because I'll be way too busy, but uh, find me at the dive bar. Maybe that'll uh, be a, a new Patreon podcast, Landscape Talk with Steve Guy. <laughs> Perfect. Anything else you want to add to this one, John Thord? No. Um, you know, shoot us uh, shoot us some tweets. Let us know what you want us to talk about. You know, we, we always kind of come into this cold, you know, it always ends up being kind of like a shill discussion uh, based on what's, you know, on the horizon, especially after not doing it for almost two months. But let us know, you know, what topics you want us to talk about. And we'll do, you know, uh, it, it seems, you know, uh, knock on wood, hopefully COVID is, is in the rear view for the most part um, and events will be happening going forward. So you know with that with events coming back we want to you know get back to the roots of this podcast and you know discussing various different things and having fun again and uh you know we're also working on developing more stuff for patreon and more kind of uh standalone content for the aiw brand so to speak uh to where we can you know, uh, become a, a, a lot more interactive and, and, and grow, grow the company and, you know, grow our fan base. 
Uh, I know some people are not a fan of, of Patreon. They just want shows and tickets and that's it. But, you know, that's not the way of the world anymore. You know, it is it is a new way to, you know, make make revenue for the company and, you know, uh, connect more with our fan base. And that's what we're looking to do to close out 2021, these next uh, five or so months. And, you know, really kick things off uh, into full full go in, in 2022, hopefully with gigantic crowds and, and, and a lot more people supporting us. Well, there you go. We hope to see quite a few of you at the Odeon July 30th for the Chandler Biggins Memorial Tournament and a whole bunch of you the following day out in Ashtabula for AIW owner John Thorne. And Mr. Whiskers, my name is Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week, for sure, right here on AIW's The Card is Going to Change.